Bill O'Reilly here. It is Thursday, June 6, 2019. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update, and here's what's happening today in America. A new poll shows Americans are now more concerned with fake news than terrorism. Adults increasingly ditching the TV for their mobile devices. Washington State Sheriff thinks the governor of the state should be arrested for his sanctuary law. Talks between the U.S. and Mexico stall as Trump's tariff deadline approaches. And world leaders gather in France to mark the 75th anniversary of the Allied invasion of Europe. Also coming up, the message of the day on whether young Americans today could have won on D-Day. But first, a new poll by Pew Research shows Americans now consider fake news a bigger problem than terrorism, illegal immigration, and climate change. 68% believe made-up stories and phony information are having a big impact on their ability to trust the government and the media. For the first time in our history, adults living in the USA are spending more time on their mobile devices than watching the television. In 2019, the average American over the age of 18 spent three hours, 43 minutes per day on their handheld machines, compared with three and a half hours watching television. That's a 46% increase on the devices from 2014. Also, spending more than seven hours daily staring at a screen might not be a good thing. Spokane, Washington Sheriff Ozzie Knezowitz refusing to comply with his state's new sanctuary immigration policy. The county's top lawman confirmed he will continue to work with federal agencies on detained migrants, saying Washington's Democratic Governor Jay Inslee should be arrested for obstruction of justice after signing the controversial sanctuary state law last month. Trade talks between the USA and Mexico stalled as President Trump's Monday tariff deadline quickly approaches. The White House prepared to impose a 5% tariff on all Mexican goods sold in the USA within days should Mexico fail to control illegal immigration on its southern border. Over to France, where world leaders gather today to commemorate the 75th anniversary of the Allied invasion of Europe during the Second World War. President Trump toured the American cemetery in Normandy, where the remains of more than 9,000 U.S. troops are buried. They died during the brutal battle that took place on the beaches of Normandy in 1944. Coming up, my message of the day on D-Day and America Today. Right back. China and Mexico trade wars can have an impact on inflation and weaken the U.S. dollar. That's why many Americans are deciding to protect their cash by investing in gold. I recommend that you contact the Hartford Gold Group to learn more. To get you started, the Hartford Gold Group will gift a free silver coin to all of my radio listeners. If you are listening right now, you can get this free coin from the Hartford Gold Group. No purchase necessary. All you have to do is give them a call. 877-444-GOLD-GOLD. 877-444-GOLD. So, call them today to claim your free coin, available for a limited time only. The number, 877-444-4653. 877-444-4653. Call now.
Time now for the message of the day. Here is a provocative question. On this, the 75th anniversary of D-Day, could American young people today have won that vicious battle? In September of 1940, the USA instituted the draft, requiring all men between the ages of 35 register. The ages were changed to 18 to 44 when the USA entered World War II. Obviously, manpower needed. By 1945, the end of the war, 50 million men had registered for the draft. 10 million had entered the military. As of 2010 in the USA, there are 37 million men between the ages of 18 and 35. The question is, could those men defeat an enemy as formidable as the German army today? I think the answer is no. I point to college campuses where there are a variety of safe spaces now imposed by college administrators. Those are places where college students don't have to hear opposing points of view, don't have to see students different from themselves, can commiserate with other students who believe the exact same thing that they believe. Safe spaces. The college administrator is trying to protect students from microaggressions, from anything that might upset the young people. This is a trend in the USA. Now, I am generalizing, and that perhaps is unfair. But back in 1944, when about 5,000 Americans were killed on the beaches of Normandy by Germans, we were a much different nation. We had just experienced the Depression. My father grew up during the Depression. That made the American public tough, because deprivation will do that. Today, we are an affluent country. We are soft. Now, there is a professional cadre of military people that protect us around the world, and they are magnificent. They are as brave and as strong as any American force has ever been. They are volunteers, but there are very few of them relative to the population. Back in 1944, nearly everyone knew that Germany and Japan were fascist nations that were brutalizing people all over the world. And there was just one country, one, that could stop that. And that was America. Great Britain defended itself with honor, but it would not have defeated the Third Reich had not the USA entered the war. And no one would have stopped the Japanese in the Pacific other than America. Our victory came at a tremendous sacrifice. Millions affected. Hundreds of thousands killed in America. And their families devastated. But we were willing to make the sacrifice to keep the world free. Would we be willing to do that today? A very interesting question. For more commentary, please go to BillOReilly.com. Also on the subject of America in World War II, please check out my books, Killing Patton and Killing the SS. Back in a moment with something you might not know. Hey, if you are 75 or older, and if you own a life insurance policy of $100,000 or more, please grab a pen and write this information down. 
Many Americans are making the decision to convert their life policy into cold, hard cash, giving them the money they need to pay off credit cards, medical bills, any number of things. Look, the economy's been good lately, but it can still be a struggle. Sometimes you need cash. It's completely understandable. The cash you may need could be in your life insurance policy. If you're over 75 and you have a life insurance policy of more than $100,000 or larger, write this number down. 844-WE-BUY-75. Totally free call. Get rid of those insurance premiums. Stop paying them. Consider turning that policy into cash. The number again, 844-WE-BUY-75. Please call 844-WE-BUY-75. 844-WE-BUY-75. Call now. Brought to you by our sponsor, Life Guide Partners. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Democratic presidential candidate Kirsten Gillibrand unveiling her plan to legalize marijuana nationwide this week. The New York senator's proposal would allow both recreational and medical marijuana. It would also expunge nonviolent drug convictions, require coverage for cannabis in all health insurance plans, and direct tax revenue derived from recreational marijuana to, quote, programs that help repair the damage done by the war on drugs, unquote. In an article announcing her plan, Gillibrand compared the legalization of marijuana with the end of Prohibition back in 1933. Senator Gillibrand might want to brush up on her history lessons before making these claims. Despite what many people believe, alcohol consumption declined significantly during Prohibition, with estimates ranging up to 50%. Psychological issues associated with alcoholism also dropped, as did arrests for disorderly conduct across the country. Today, alcohol is estimated to be responsible for one-third of all traffic-related deaths in the USA. According to the Department of Justice, alcoholic beverages are a major force in 40% of all violent crime in America. History shows that the use of intoxicating substances almost always has negative consequences. Recent studies released by the CDC prove that chronic pot consumption causes breathing problems, increased heart rate, damage during childhood development, depression, and even schizophrenia with prolonged use. In Colorado, where cannabis was legalized for recreational consumption a few years ago, the number of driving fatalities involving those who test positive for marijuana has doubled. For many in Colorado, smoking marijuana on a daily basis is now more common than smoking cigarettes, with unintended consequences at work and at home. At this point, most Democratic presidential candidates support legalizing pot. While they're quick to point out the potential economic and social benefits, they very rarely address the social and public safety problems. We'll be right back. My friend Glenn Beck launched realestateagentsitrust.com for a very simple reason to help you sell your home for top dollar as quickly as possible. His team quickly realized there are three keys to success. One, selling or buying a home is a very complicated process and difficult to navigate. So choose agents with a long track record of success. No part-time or inexperienced agents in their network. 
Two, market value for your home cannot be calculated using computer models. It takes years of expertise to evaluate your market and to price your home to sell quickly for top dollar. Beck's agents are experts in your neighborhood. And three, home sellers most genuinely like the agent they choose to trust their home too. That's why we select agents who are fans like you. They do business like you, and they share your value. Realestateagentsitrust.com was started to help you buy or sell your home fast. Get moving with Realestateagentsitrust.com, Realestateagentsitrust.com. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.